Welcome to Cassidy Comments. I'm glad you are tuning in for this discussion on dirt. Dirt, you say? Why are you talking about dirt? Well, I'm not actually focusing on dirt, more specifically grass. You see, we recently had to have our deck rebuilt, and we needed to get some dirt and plant some grass in order to bring the grade up to code. So we got some rich soil that the dirt supplier promised was so good you could grow anything in it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Apparently the homeowner before us must have had some sort of a deck-building party with friends who were likely offered adult beverages for their labor. At least that's what we are assuming since they inadvertently forgot to put in some support posts in the most trafficked area of our deck where our boards began to sag. And they built the deck seven and a half inches off square. I have to say, as we were trying to figure out what we wanted in a deck, my husband wisely ignored my overconfident, we can do this ourselves, remark. So we hired a skilled builder who knew what to do, and the finish project turned out beautiful. Okay, so back to the dirt. As my husband spread the dirt around the base of the deck steps to bring the grade up to code, he seeded the area, put straw on it, and then we faithfully watered it twice a day. It really only took a few days before the first light hairs of grass began to poke through the straw. Now we have a beautiful patch of green grass. Around the time we were doing all this, I came across the familiar passage in the Gospel of John from chapter 12, beginning at verse 24, Jesus says that a grain of wheat must fall to the ground and die in order to produce anything. If it doesn't die, it just remains a grain of wheat. Now, according to the footnotes for this passage, Jesus is talking about himself and his need to die so that he will be accessible to everyone. But as I thought about this passage, I realized that our grass seeds had died before our very eyes in the quiet darkness of that rich soil and had begun to grow. It was as if one day they just appeared out of nowhere, but common sense tells us that between the sun and watering, they got just what they needed to mature. If you take the example of Jesus about the wheat needing to die so that it can grow, consider how that might also apply to us. We really cannot grow and mature as disciples, nor produce anything, unless we have been properly nourished in God's word and given time to quietly evolve. Let's look closer. Jesus continues in this passage in the Gospel of John, saying that if we love our life, we will lose it, and if we hate our life in this world, we will preserve it for eternal life. Taken at face value, this sounds a little harsh. Is Jesus telling us that we need to run around hating our life? Well, not exactly. You have to look at the whole picture and consider his wheat example to really understand it. A grain of wheat, ill-cared for, is just a grain that exists without any purpose. It doesn't break open or produce anything. It remains nothing more than what it is. But a grain of wheat that has given itself up to what it is to become by soaking up the sun and water and rich soil is like the disciple preserved for eternal life. The grain that takes in those nutrients of life, again like a disciple, can grow beyond itself. As we absorb God's word and accept his love, 
we become instruments for a greater purpose. We do not simply exist for ourselves in the here and now. Like the grass that poked up through the straw around our steps, we too impact the beauty of the world around us and add to it when we become who we are meant to become. If we recognize that our life in this world is not what we have been ultimately made for, but that we have been made for eternal life, then we are not going to be in love with our life here, imagining somehow that it is all there is. Similarly, if we are so content with our life here on earth, we may not be able to imagine what is to come, which in turn looks a lot like loving our life here and losing eternal life. As I close, I realized that I didn't even get to talk about the importance of being planted in rich soil. If it weren't for planting our grass seed in rich soil, it probably wouldn't have sprouted out of our clay-rich ground. So, for the disciple, everything needs to come together. The soil, the nutrients, the care and attention, and the willingness to allow ourselves to die in order to live. Translated, we could say we need the church, the sacraments, our community, and our brothers and sisters with whom we share this mission. All together, these are the ingredients of a healthy, beautiful body of Christ. May we all continue to grow together to make this world a beautiful place. If you would like to read my columns or listen to my other podcasts, be sure to check out my blog at janetcassidy.blogspot.com. And one last thing, if you would be so kind as to share this podcast or my blog with even just one friend, you can help me in this social media ministry to spread the good news. I'm Janet Cassidy saying thank you and have a blessed day in God's word.